Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Denver now one win away from clinching their first NBA Finals berth. Question is, will it end tonight? We came to fight, we came to win, we lost the flow, but never again. Puts it up. Bang! Nikola Jokic, what a shot! Trailing by 15 of halftime, what a turnaround for Denver. We got to win, 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 win. Tied with just over a minute remaining. Puts it up and in. Nuggets up by two. It's the Lakers' turn to Hanson. Goes inside. Jack Lock. It's over. Denver makes history. The Nuggets are going to the NBA Finals. We're going to keep making history. That's the thing. We got four more wins to go. Welcome to NBA Today with Malika Andrews, live from Los Angeles. Welcome to NBA Today, where the 2023 Western Conference champion has been crowned the Denver Nuggets. They reach new heights, and nah, I'm not talking about the altitude. They advanced to the finals, a mile-high milestone for the franchise that win an NBA record 46 seasons, 94 playoff wins before their first finals appearance now. But that wasn't the only thing that had the NBA world abuzz last night. LeBron James, he, he cast a little bit of doubt over his future stop, in the NBA. Stop, stop. Sorry I'm late, but we're not st- starting off with LeBron James. He might have been high, but we're talking about the mile high, the Denver Nuggets to start the NBA today today. We're talking about oh, winners, okay. not LeBron James. Sorry, we'll get I'm to late. LeBron, but we're going to start with the winners. Yeah. Roll the highlight, please, Director Kathy, because this is how the Denver Nuggets became victorious. It did, though, start with a whole a lot of LeBron James big perk. He it was did. on fire. He came out aggressive, and I knew he was because he has a lot of pride. When, when you talk about Braun and getting swept, that's one thing that a great don't want on his resume. Well, LeBron, corner three, got that one to go. Richard Jefferson here with us as well. It, it was just all LeBron, even when he didn't mean to. Well, yeah, yeah, we saw that that accidental shot. But at the end of the day, LeBron James is a lead-by-example guy. He has done so much of deferring to people all postseason except when he needed to do the most. And he has an ultimate feel and IQ for a game. He's, he's going to try and set the tone because he recognized that this Denver team is the better team. So the one chance that he could get is like, I'm not waiting for nobody. Mm-hmm. I'm not deferring to nobody. If you don't want to be on this stage, if you don't want to compete at a high level, then I'm going to do as much as a 38-year-old Ooh. in his year 20 can do. And, and, he, that, did and that. he did. He did. Like that. What else do you want from the big fella? He left it all out there, particularly in the first half. His 31 points in the first half were the most by any player in a first half when facing elimination in the last 25 postseasons. But in the third quarter, baby, here come the Nuggets. Oh, it's so impressive. Jokic and Jamal Murray. Right, one thing that people don't understand. uh, Mike Malone's been there eight years. Jokic has only played for Mike Malone. Jamal Murray's only played for Mike Malone. Porter Jr. has only played for Mike Malone. And then when you look at a guy like Aaron Gordon, two and a half seasons there. 
So their collective unit, they have so much experience. They were not going to get deterred by a tough first quarter, first half from the Lakers. Well, and then our ESPN oh, analyst, Tristan Thompson, entered the chat. Absolutely. And probably earned himself a, a, a contract for next season. But Tristan Energy, his tenacity off the bench was amazing. Plays like a dog. That's why you want him on your squad. I'm telling you. But this he, is just. You can't guard that. There's nothing you can do, right you can do about it. He's the best offensive force in the NBA, and it's by far. It is not even close. One of the things that I have enjoyed most in the Western Conference is listening to Nikola Jokic post-game. I mean, no, 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 I'm going to take that's my signature shot. <laughs> I mean, I'm joking. And um, uh, being off, off balance, I'm off balance my life, whole life, so that's kind of <laughs> that's kind of normal for me. He said, I've been off balance my whole life. <laughs> yes, she has. And this is what you call tomato chest. What? Into the tomato chest. That's what he did. Tomato chest Anthony Davis to go get the bucket. He oh. wasn't going to be denied. Final seconds. LeBron ball in his hands. Aaron Gordon, Jamal Murray just smothered defensively. I got nothing to say. The Denver Nuggets get the, the win. Nuggets. Let's take a listen to Nikola Jokic. I think this trophy speaks for itself. What does it symbolize for you? For me, to be honest, nothing. Uh, this, this trophy is supposed to go to my teammates and coaches. Uh, they put me in a situation. That, uh, I'm just, I'm just uh, first among the equals, and uh, I'm just happy that we are collectively getting wins and getting to make something. I know how great Joker is. Certain guys in this league that play the game a certain way. There's not many guys in our league like that, so you already knew you was going against a beast once you uh, once the, the series started. So on the max backs of that massive third quarter run, the Nuggets, they are in the finals for the first time. Did you learn anything about them last night, Richard? You know what I learned? I learned that the media likes to ask stupid questions. That's what I like. That's, that's the one thing I learned. And when I say that, because everyone asks, Every player throughout the entire series, are you surprised by Nikola Jokic? Are you? They asked Kevin Durant that. They asked LeBron James that. Are you surprised? Are you surprised by the two-time MVP? Mm. Are you surprised by the guy that everyone has watched for three seasons be top three in this league and for five seasons be outstanding? Are you surprised? No. He's got his healthy roster around him, and he's been as dominant as he has been the last couple of years. So I haven't learned anything about Jokic other than he's gotten better from 2020 to 2021. To 2022 to this day, he has improved, and we can't say that about all of the people that he's competing against. Well, this is why I give you some pushback, is that I don't feel like it's a a, a crazy question to ask. Because but they're asking everyone no, that. And they should because they want to know how does it feel to actually have to compete against him in a seven-game series. And That's not the like, question. But, but no, but it, it, it ties together, Richard. So if I want to know, like, being in between those lines, the physicality, his brilliance, like him seeing plays or breaking your coverage when you have a certain type of defensive coverage design and all of a sudden the, his IQ breaks your team apart or him seeing a cutter at the last minute. Like, you want to know those things. Well, no, I agree, but this is what I'm saying. It, two seasons ago, three seasons ago, he went to the conference finals. So he, 
did a lot of damage to a lot of teams. Been to the postseason. He sent Portland home. They had to fire their whole coach. When they lost to the Nuggets, they changed the whole Portland roster. The entire league knows how great Jokic is. This is about the rest of America finding out how great Jokic is. Mm-hmm. And that's why I was like, when they were asking the questions to Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant's like, no, that's but, Jokic. But, we but, know him. But also, you have to take in consideration that when you ask, when they, when people ask those questions, they want those particular superstars, iconic figures like Kevin Durant and LeBron James, to actually let the world know that's fair. how great he that's is, because they don't different. get opportunity to hear from that's them about from Jokic. I, I want to hear it from LeBron James, now. just how great Nikola Jokic is. I also want to hear from Michael Malone. Take a listen. I think it starts with a, a, a belief you know, in, in themselves, but probably more importantly in the collective, you know, the man next to them. Uh, I've seen that belief all year long. And to beat this team in the Western Conference Finals and to get the first sweep in franchise history, to get the first Western Conference Championship in franchise history, it means a lot. But I speak for 17 players in that locker room and the entire organization. We are not satisfied. Me and AD were just talking in the locker room uh, for a little bit. I think we came to the consensus this, um, you know, if not one of the best, probably the best team that we've played since when we've been together for our four years. Um, they're just well orchestrated, well put together. Um, they have scoring, they have shooting, they have playmaking, they have smarts, they have length, they have depth. They have it all. They also have a superstar that I would be remiss not to mention. Recorded his eighth triple-double of the postseason last night. That uh, passes Wilt Chamberlain for the most in a single postseason as we say hello to our senior writer, Zach Lowe. Zach, what went through your mind as you're watching the Nuggets finally make it to the NBA Finals? This is a five-year story for them. If you go back to 2017-2018, they had kind of a disappointing season Faint playoff hopes. Almost every game down the stretch was a must win for them. And they won them all. And they forced a one-game winner-take-all season finale for the eighth seed with Minnesota and lost on the road in overtime. And Jokic went crazy. And it's just been a steady build from there. The pain of that loss, the pain of missing the playoffs, fueled them going forward. The next year, they make the second round. The year after that, they make the conference finals. The year after that, they acquire Aaron Gordon in a trade that changed their entire team and really rounded it out. And then, bam, after eight games of looking totally dominant with Aaron Gordon, Jamal Murray tears his ACL. And the last two years without Jamal Murray, that playoff run in last year, have kind of been a waiting period. Mm. A waiting period, mind you, when they still won a playoff round and then made the playoffs the next year and lost to the defending champion. And while they were waiting, they tweaked the roster. They got guards who are defensive-oriented, who are shooters. KCP, hand in glove. Bruce Brown, hand in glove. They tweaked their system. They got better. They stood by their coach. They stood by what they had because they had faith that if they could stay healthy, this moment was coming, and they waited for it, and they have announced to the world 12-3 and in the playoffs. We are here, and they are set up to be here for a very long time. Hey, Zach. Do you remember who the best player was on that Minnesota team that they lost to? Jimmy Buckets. <laughs> Jimmy Buckets was the one that sent oh them boy. home. He sent them home. So just want to kind of start setting the stage for uh, that bad boy. Woo-hoo-hoo. 
Plus, we get Kyle Lowry in this. Well, 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 we get wait. They got, talk with they got Jordan. one more. They got one more. We're not going to get it. We're not going to get ahead of ourselves because still to come on NBA Today. You mentioned it. The Celtics. They're on the ropes tonight in Miami. Ropes? Do they have a fighter's chance? They should throw in a towel. They should look over at a beach towel. Throw in the towel. Throw in the towel. We're going to discuss game four in just a little bit and getting swept for only the third time in his career. LeBron James. Interesting comments, to say the least, about his future. We're going to discuss, but before we do, I want to know what everybody at home thinks. LeBron James has been a part of our basketball lives for the last 20 years. Plus. So what do you all think at home? Yeah, that's right, plus. Is he going to play next season or not? I want to know. We're going to reveal your answers at the end of the show. Get your phone out. Scan the QR code. Let us know the answer. I have the answer. Well, you're going to reveal it. Coming up on our show. We'll be right back. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. It's over! It's over! The Nuggets are going to the NBA Finals! What a crushing finish for the Lakers. We had a great run, but we fell short of our goal, and our goal is to win championships. That's what this franchise is about. I'd like to say it's a successful year because I don't play for anything besides winning championships. I don't get a kick out of making a conference appearance. But we'll see. We'll see what happens going forward. Got a lot to think about, to be honest. Just for me personally, going, going forward with the game of basketball, got a lot to think about. For the last 20 years, LeBron James has been the standard for basketball excellence. Two decades in, after his 19th All-Star appearance, becoming the NBA's all-time leading scorer, he still, he had all of us on press row last night, an arena of 20,000 fans saying, maybe this guy can do it. Maybe he can do the improbable. Even Nikola Jokic, he warned us that he was worried for all that LeBron James is capable of. And in the first half, he showed us why. Why Nikola Jokic showed a glimmer of that nervousness. Why fans should hold out just that little bit of hope. Why you can't put anything past him. I mean, look at this shot chart. This is from the first half, remember. He played all but the final four seconds in that frame. That Maybe it was the weight of the season. Maybe 38 just catches up to you. Maybe exhaustion set in with the ball in his hands one last time with the final seconds ticking and Denver's defense clamping down. But it's the way that LeBron James left his press conference. That's what left everybody wondering because he said he has some things to think about. He told our Dave McMenamin that he's going to consider retirement this offseason. And today at exit interviews, both Darvin Ham and Rob Palenka, he spoke about those comments. 
LeBron has given as much to the game of basketball as, as anyone who's ever played. And when you do that, you, you earn a right to decide whether you're going to give more. Obviously, our hope would be that his career continues. Um, but we want to, again, just give him the time uh, to have those that inflection point and support him along the way in everything he does. Coming off a tough loss like that, you know, the, what, the work we've put in this season, um, I think I was ready to retire after last night, too. But, <laughs> but in all honesty and seriousness, I mean, LeBron has earned the right, you know, to do whatever he wants to do, to make whatever choice. You know, I'm, I'm not one to speculate, uh, but I just want to thank him, AD, the rest of the crew, but especially him. I love him, support him, and again, he's earned the right to do whatever he feels comfortable doing. All right, guys, you both played with LeBron James. You Help played? me out here, Perk. When did you play with <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, my bad. Help me out. Well, what do you make of this? Do you think LeBron is going to be done? Well, how do you read these tea leaves? <laughs> no. <laughs> what you giggling about, bro? Because LeBron know he need to stop, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, the fact that we even thinking about him considering retiring next year is the same thing we need to be laughing about. If I tell you I'm going on a diet tomorrow, it's not happening, okay? And look, I don't want to, I don't want to not be considerate of, you know, his body in year 20, year 38, the wear and tear, or even his family. And I'm being serious when I talk about Brandy Bryce, his daughter in Savannah, and I know he want to be in special moments with them and things to that nature. But we all know this. LeBron James is not going out without one of those tours. He's going to have one of those. Those farewell tours where he gets to go in every arena. The cameras following him. Everyone is clapping for him. He's not going out like this. Now, I do think it was a great thing for him to do for us putting pressure on the organization to go out and make sure they do everything that they need to do this offseason and not wait to the trade deadline. I do think Anthony Davis needs to listen to that message and go into this offseason and actually train, come back and look like something, like definition, be in physical shape, be ready to hoop. Like, you didn't show up last night. So you actually need to listen to this. But Braun ain't going nowhere. Not next year. He's going to play. Okay, I'm going to ask Malika a question. <laughs> Do you think it's a better chance like of LeBron, of LeBron uh, <laughs> retiring or Perk going on a diet? <laughs> <laughs> it's right up there with you growing a full head of hair. <laughs> Go ahead, Rich. <laughs> okay, to my point. <laughs> I'm crying. <laughs> Ooh, I tickled myself. Oh my Keep tickling yourself. <laughs> Anyways. There's people in the back. There's people, who the hell Go is ahead, la Rich. Who's laughing back there? Go ahead, Rich. Who's back? Okay, when you guys gather yourself again. I'm working on it. Uh, this, this is what I was going to say. He's not going anywhere. Uh, but I do think LeBron could do a Tim Duncan style where he just disappears and no one ever sees him. I'm lying. He's not going anywhere. He's got nothing to do. All right, let's, go. let's bring Zach Lowe into the conversation because since, Zach, you started covering the NBA, LeBron James, I mean, he has been it. He's been that dude. He's been that guy. What did you think when you saw those comments last night? First of all, can we restore some professionalism to the chuckle hut over there in We're Los trying. Angeles? What is going on? Oh, I'm trying, Zach. Uh, look, 
Look, LeBron, I, I'm not going to sit here and project what I think LeBron is going to do. I'm going to take him at his word that he's going to think about something. And yeah, maybe it is part negotiating ploy. But what I keep thinking about, and I'm going to say it till I'm blue in the face, is you know, we see this dude last night put up 40 in an elimination game. 40 for a team that's down 3-0. Right. We just saw a team down 2-0 lay down and quit in Miami the other night. This is a team down 3-0. This dude is 38 years old. He's about to pass if he comes back, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, for the most minutes ever played regular season and postseason in the history of the sport. There it is right there. He's 500 and change behind. Like, it's incredible what he's doing. And people say he's played 20 seasons. He has played 20 seasons. If you look at his postseason minutes, he's played the equivalent of four extra regular seasons in the playoffs alone. And this guy is still going out, putting up 40, 10, and 9. And we have these discussions about, well, he can't really play the bully ball mode every minute of every game. And I'm like, yeah, he's 38 years old. He's played more minutes than anyone in the history of the entire world playing this Mm -hmm. sport. And he's still doing this. It's incredible. And I hope that we get to see him come back again because, look, as, as dispiriting as it is for them to get swept like this, this is a damn good team. They have some flexibility to tweak it, change it in the offseason. But this was not a fluke. This is a good team. He's still a legit All-NBA player. And it's just you sit back and marvel at what he's doing. And when you see those minutes totals, no one else has done this yeah. ever playing this much. And he's going to be the number one soon. Yeah, and we're going to go over some of those options that the Lakers have a little bit later in the show. And when I lost it, it was definitely at Richard, not at the, the prospect of not having LeBron. Because it's something to, to, that I can't really imagine. The NBA has been dotted with his greatness for the last two decades. But last night when I was in the room and he was making those comments and also talking about Carmelo Anthony, I asked him about that. And he said, I don't want to say call it quits. I don't want that's not how I want to talk about walking away from the NBA. It was clear that he was reflecting on himself, on his friend Carmelo, on everything that was going around because I can only imagine playing through the injuries that he's been playing with, playing with this weight on his shoulders to be in this point. It didn't feel like it was completely smoke. It felt like just a pensive moment for him, Rich. Well, well, let me say this real quick. Okay. Ray Allen, a Hall of Famer that I played with, after losses, he never talked to the media. Right, and it wasn't because he was trying to shy away from it. I asked him why, and he said, because I be so full of emotions after a loss, mm. and I be in a bad place. I wait till the next morning, and then I go address the media and make sure I do it before I start anything. So I go and address it pregame, and I have the PR people set it up before practice because he never want to say nothing based off emotions. No, that's true. And, and to all the things that Zach said about not quitting, and fighting. The thing that doesn't impress me, again, I've seen LeBron do a lot of things. The 40 points doesn't impress me. The 9 assists doesn't impress me. The 10 rebounds doesn't impress me. The fact that he played 47 minutes, Mm. 56 seconds, and had one turnover. One. That means he did everything he possibly could. That was as close to a perfection game that you could get. And he had everything out there. So when he looks at, like, I just had an epic game. I I didn't turn the ball over, which could be, you know, he does so much. I rebounded, I did this, and it wasn't enough. There's very few times in LeBron's career where he can say, I did every single thing, and it wasn't enough, at least to get us to his final. So he should take a step back and evaluate. The last thing I'll say really quickly is this. I don't think 
LeBron considering retirement is going to speed up the Laker process. And I think that's the biggest fear for a lot of people mm. is that when you look at when he re-signed, he signed that extension, the Lakers did not make any moves until the trade deadline. You know, the 2-10 and 10 and all this mm -hmm. stuff. I don't think LeBron considering retirement is going to make Rob Palenka be like, oh, we got to go out there and do something right now. He, I don't think that that's what's going to happen. The Lakers and Rob are going to respect their process and they're going to do the things the way they want to do it. I don't think LeBron saying this is going to change their, the speed of their process. Hopefully it does. The Lakers are holding exit interviews as we speak. We do not expect LeBron James to speak at today's exit interviews. We'll let you know if that changes. He walked out of the arena, his documentary crew in tow last night, and, and a smile on his face. So coming up on NBA Today, the Heat, though, they are on the verge of making history tonight. Zach Lowe, he's going to dive into where it all went wrong for the Celtics. you have any thoughts on that, Perk? I have a lot. Oh, here we go. I have a lot. Speaking of things maybe going a little bit wrong, now that the Lakers are out, Denver swept them last night, the question that we all want to know, is LeBron James going to be back next year? He opened the door last night, but we're curious what you think, America. Vote, and we will reveal the results at the NBA end of the show. NBA Today, we'll be right back. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. And away we go. Lock and a stop by Bam out of bounds. Oh my goodness, Bam Bam. Throws it up and scores off glass plus a foul. Miami starting to blow it open. Pulls up for three in transition. It's gone. The Miami Heat are trying to send a very clear message. Miami is absolutely taking the heart of the Boston Celtics. One win away for the Miami Heat from the NBA Finals. Welcome back to NBA Today. We have we are on the verge of yet another sweep potentially, but before we dive into tonight's game four between the Heat and the Celtics, take a listen to the Celtics earlier today. The role players are playing extremely well right now, and uh, they're performing, and we're not performing to the level of expectation that we need to, and that's why we're down 3-0. But, you know, things can change tonight, so don't let us get one. You know, we, we had a bad week. Um, we've been playing great basketball up until this point, um, and things happen. So there's no there's no disconnect. It's just we just got to go out and figure out how to, to to get a win. And I think once we do that, all this disconnect stuff will go out the window. You feel good about tonight? I feel very good about tonight. Don't let us get one. I'm sorry. Okay. Just don't let us get one. So don't let us get Kevin Millar. There you go. <laughs> 
All right, maybe channeling a little of the 2004 Red Sox there as we say hello to Tim Bontemps and Nick Friedle who are in Miami. Tim, I want to start with you here. Boston, they hit a low point in Game 3, right? What was the mood following shoot-around today? Well, as you saw in those clips, Malika, Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart put off a vibe that this team is feeling good about itself going into Game 4 and that they're focused on doing what they said, getting one win, getting the series back to Boston for Game 5 on Thursday, and keeping their season alive. Now, for the Celtics to do that, Malika, they're going to have to get much better at the defensive end of the court. You mentioned how ugly that Game 3 loss was on Sunday night. The fact these guys are now down 3-0 in the series, a big part of that is the fact that Boston went from being second in the entire league in defense during the regular season to 10th in the league in defense in the postseason. Both Malcolm Brogdon and Joe Mazzulla have talked since Game 3 about the fact that Boston has gotten away from its identity overall, and particularly at the defensive end of the court with Miami shooting almost 50% from three-point range in this series for the Celtics who have any chance of becoming the first team to come back from down 3-0 they're going to have to do much much better mm. and contain the Heat's three-point shooter so okay. we'll see if they could do that tonight and then get themselves back on track here in game four. Okay so that's the Boston side of things Nick what are the Heat saying about the chance to sweep the Celtics here? They are cool, calm, and focused. Malika, you and I have gone through a lot of shoot-arounds over the years. Yep. We are at Game 4 of the Eastern Conference Finals, and this shoot-around a few hours ago here at the arena felt like it was the middle of December. The Heat were all business. I said to Max Struess, why are you guys so calm? He said, we have the belief. We've been building for this all season. Now, why is that belief so strong? They have Jimmy Butler <laughs> and Malika. Kyle Lowry told us he is the best player in the world right now. They also have Eric Spolstra. Kevin Love said he lets us be unapologetically ourselves. Now, Malika, on every single seat tonight, there is one of these towels. Ooh. The Heat are an eight seed now. Let's not forget this, but this is a checklist game for Miami because they started off and they went through Giannis and the Bucks, And then they go to New York and they went through Tibbs and Jalen Brunson. And now they are a game away from getting through Jason Tatum and the Celtics. So then if they can get there, they'll be four wins away from hanging another one of these against the Nuggets in Jokic in a few weeks. They're hoping that they can take out a pen and just go right through that Boston Celtics team tonight. Nick Friedle, Tim Bontemps. Thank you very much. This is the Sharpie <laughs> game. Well, the Heat's odds to win the title, they were 150 to one. That's when the playoffs started. But if Miami wins one more game and makes it to the finals, they'd have the longest odds to win a championship entering the playoffs among teams to reach the finals since the merger in 1976. And the Heat, they have absolutely stunned the Celtics here. So I do want to talk to you more about this, Zach Lowe. Let's take a closer look at that Game 3 blowout because you picked some plays that were the most telling on why this series has played out this way. What you got? Yes, we come now in praise of the Miami Heat and hashtag Heat Culture. <laughs> All the attention is going to be on the Celtics and the collapse and being down 3-0 and what it means for the future. Let's give the Heat some credit for taking it to Boston and really outthinking Boston for a lot of this series. If we go to the tape, we'll do play number one and we'll get down to it. Here we go. Miami bringing the ball up. They get the Jimmy Butler on Derek White switch. Boston is giving this switch. Take it or leave it. I'm not really sure why they're doing that, but they are. In game two, the Celtics didn't send any help when the Heat cleared a side like this, but they knew they're going to send help this time. It's Marcus Smart coming on the double team. What do they do? Bam Adebayo cuts toward the ball. Why? To suck the defense that way, to confuse Boston, and Caleb Martin, who's turned into Steph Curry, 
get to three. Just smart coaching. Here we go. Boston takes a bland three-pointer. Fine. Kyle Lowry hit the accelerator. Bam. Hit Caleb Martin. He doesn't just stand still. He runs right to Caleb Martin. Pitch back. Pick and roll. Caleb Martin slipping to the rim. The Celtics are like, what just happened? He just got the ball. Pass fake three. The force and speed with which they're playing has really caught Boston on its heels. And this is the moment I knew the game and likely the season was over. Out of bounds play. It's designed for Jason Tatum. Here he comes. Nothing. 10 on the shot clock, whatever. Jalen Brown just says, you know what? Let's just let's just do this. Let's just take this shot. No creativity, no second action. That's the possession of a team that at least in that game let go of the rope, a team that was beaten into submission by an absolutely relentless Miami Heat team. And we'll see if they come out and show some life tonight. What if the Heat go up 10 or 12 at the end of the first quarter? Is that going to be it? Is that going to be ball game like it was in game three? Or are mm. the Celtics going to fight for their season? Well, that, that's the emotional side. So that was the tale of the tape. But, Perk, that's what I want to lean on you for. <laughs> you spent years in that locker room. You became a champion in the Boston Celtics locker room. I think I need a Perk, a perk Pep talk for the Celtics. I mean, what exactly do you want me to say? To a team that went to the finals last year, to a team that has an all-NBA player in Jason Tatum that humbly said he's one of the best in the world, but not going back at Jimmy Butler. What do you want me to say to another all-NBA player in Jalen Brown that is getting played by the Heat, getting outplayed by the Heat second best player and Bam out of bio? What do you want me to say to a six-man of the year, Malcolm Brogdon, who is getting outplayed by Gabe Vincent? Keep trying. What do you want me to say? To Marcus Smart, who is a former defensive player of the year and is getting outplayed by Kyle Lowry, who, by the way, is leading the Miami Heat in block shots and the Miami Heat are just taking charges, uh, uh, you know, leading the league in charges. What do you actually want me to tell this team? Just keep trying, keep chipping away, hang in there, it's going to be okay. I don't have a pimp talk. Well, I was going to say, yes, that's exactly what I wanted you to say. <laughs> Everything you said, yes, down the line. That's all I got to say. Good job, Perk. That was a great pep talk. Cool. Really good. It, it, on this harmonious note, then we're gonna we're gonna go to break. This is not harmonious. Still to come on NBA Today, there's so many off-season questions, right, for the Los Angeles Lakers. So we're going to dive into what moves they could pursue, what moves they that shouldn't pursue this summer. Those are, one more time. No, I can't say. <laughs> All right. Well, can you vote in our in our scan the QR yeah, like, code and let us know will LeBron play next season? Is he done? Is he not? We'll reveal the results at the end of the show. Take out your phone, scan the QR code now. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. 
Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. So before the Lakers' improbable playoff run and before they were one of the last teams standing, the Lakers, they were a team without an identity. They started the season 2-10. and 10. There was little to no hope for the 17-time champions. But that all changed after a flurry of trades in February. Our Dave McMenamin has more. Stop me if you've heard this one before. LeBron James and Anthony Davis suffer significant injuries that caused them both to miss a chunk of time. Russell Westbrook is almost always available, but his efforts don't translate to enough wins. The Los Angeles Lakers are the laughingstock of the league. Oh, the Lakers. This isn't a championship caliber team. Their guys are shooting the ball terribly. It can't get any worse. Right now, they're probably a bottom five team in the NBA. It's not going to always be like this. We're going to turn the corner. I didn't come here to lose. Don't want to finish my career playing at this level. I'm going to still be able to compete for championships because I, I know what I can still bring to any ball club with the right pieces. Rob Palinka reshaped the roster midseason with a flurry of moves, parting with Westbrook and Patrick Beverly, among others, and welcoming in a group of immediate impact players D'Angelo Russell on a second stint with the team, Jared Vanderbilt, Rui Hachimura, and Malik Beasley. With the new pieces in place, the Lakers became just the sixth team in NBA history to start 2-10 and 10 or worse and finish with a winning record. I was just telling the uh, AD, I was like, man, can you believe that we're going to finish this, this season above 500? After everything that's been on this season, he turned his thing around. For the first time in LeBron's L.A. tenure, the Lakers hosted a full-capacity postseason game when they beat Minnesota, barely, in the play-in round. After beating second-seeded Memphis in the first round, Los Angeles then dethroned the defending champion Warriors in six games. Their late-season resurgence came to a halt, getting swept by the top-seeded Nuggets in the Western Conference Finals, however, short of their championship aspirations. It's not fun to me to not be able to be able to be a part of, uh, you know, getting to the finals, but, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens going forward, but I don't know. I don't know. Just for me personally, going, going forward with the game of basketball, got a lot to think about. I asked LeBron after the Nuggets loss what he has to think about. If I want to continue to play, he said. I followed up, asking, would you walk away? To which he replied, I got to think about it. So much of the Lakers' short-term future will be tied to just what James decides. So the Lakers, they have a couple of decisions to make this offseason. D'Angelo Russell, Dennis Schroeder, Lonnie Walker, Troy Brown, they're all unrestricted free agents. But perhaps the biggest decisions, they're restricted free agents. That's Austin Reeves, Rui Hachimura. They also have a team option on Malik Beasley, and then they have two picks in this upcoming draft. So there's a whole lot of decisions to be made yeah. this summer. So back here with our entire panel. And Zach, I want to start with you here. Be the voice of reason. What should the Lakers offseason look like? 
Voice of reason? When did I when did I become that? Look, the main name on that list that is of real sort of do they or don't they consequence is Rui Hachimura. Austin Reeves is coming back. He's too good. His cap hold is super low, so he doesn't interfere with their cap room. Beyond that, it's really a choice between Hachimura and cap room to go after a star. And we all know who the star's names are going to be. They're going to be in free agency this summer. And that could be via cap room or if they sign and trade with Rui's salary going out. That's really the name. To me, the other guys are mostly replaceable. They have the ability to bring back Lonnie Walker, maybe with another cap exception. D'Angelo Russell, I think, played his way below Hachimura on the sort of hierarchy of free agents. So to me, Reeves is a no-brainer. And after that, you just got to sniff around what's available to you. Well, I think Rui is a no-brainer. I think D'Angelo Russell is not an option for us bringing back. Don't bring him back whatsoever. And I think, again... Rob Palenka got to make sure he do his job early and, and, and get off to a good start. You don't want to put them in position where they have to be like they were this year. But I will say this. It's about Anthony Davis. This is what this offseason is about. That's what the Lakers need to focus on. And I'm not talking about trading Anthony Davis. I'm talking about Anthony Davis looking himself in the mirror and asking himself who he want to be. Again, he's going to be 31 years old next year. Or should we just accept this is who he's going to be? In all these years, Anthony Davis still doesn't have a a go-to move. That is concerning. Jokic, and it's no disrespect, this is a lot of credit to Jokic, is in better shape than Anthony Davis. He looked tired last night. And I just don't understand how he hasn't come back and we looking at him and saying, man, he looked chiseled. Man, he looks ready. Like, where's his focus at in the offseason? Why haven't he gotten better? And if I'm the Lakers, I'm solely locked in on AD because next year, in my opinion, is his last shot at showing me that I can actually hand him the keys to this vehicle. Oh, man, the Lakers in the offseason, look, I, I think Austin Reeves, you know, he has proven, especially with his you know, shot making, his ball handling, his IQ, uh, I think that is something that the Lakers cannot afford to lose. As far as everyone else, I think it's situational. If you can get uh, a, a, a very, very high-level star or somebody along those lines, I think yeah. that's what the Lakers can do. But I think this year only highlighted why they needed Russell Westbrook. And while the fit was not good, let's just call it they needed a third superstar mm-hmm. because because the way that they were playing, LeBron James is going to miss times at 38 years old. Anthony Davis has proven that he's going to miss time. So they need a third superstar that can take the load. You can't have LeBron James playing 45 minutes into the postseason to make it. Yeah. And playing 48 minutes every single night at 38 years old. That is not a formula for success. Will they go get a third superstar? I don't know. Will they build it out like they had that 2020 championship team? Two superstars and very, very good role players? Right. That might be the formula also, but right now you kind of see why the Lakers have had to make the moves that they made the last few years because Anthony Davis cannot be depended on to be the 1A. I'll say this, last thing I'll say. If you look at history, Magic Johnson took over the Lakers from Kareem. If you look at history, eventually Kobe passed Shaq, and it was like, okay, now it's Kobe's turn. We've been waiting for three years for Anthony Davis to surpass LeBron and let LeBron play the secondary role. That's not happening. You, You cannot continue to wait on that. There's two options for the Lakers. Either they go the third superstar route and bypass any depth that they can have, or they go with the depth route, which we saw them have the second best record since the trade 
deadline mm -hmm. through that path. But we have a whole lot of time to talk about the Lakers offseason. We do not have enough time on our show to talk about the Celtics on the brink of elimination. So that's what's coming up here on NBA Today. We'll be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for Putting in Work, presented by Upwork. In the final seconds of a two-point game, Aaron Gordon, Jamal Murray, they put in work as they stifled LeBron James at the rim to reserve a Nuggets win and send them to the NBA Finals for the first time in franchise history. Here's a look one more time at that moment. And here are the updated odds to win the title, the Nuggets. They are the heavy favorite with the Heat right behind. And the Celtics, oh, Celtics are still on the board. Third, <laughs> with them being one game away from elimination. Oh, why is there even on the list? I'll take that. Give me a hundred on the Celtics to win it. It is a holiday here on NBA why? today. It is. Because the one yeah. and only Producer, it is her birthday. Mom. We call her mom here. And we have a very special message for her. What's our message? Take a listen. Mom, aka Hill, I just want to tell you that I love you. I want to say thank you. You've been working with me and our whole crew since we pretty much all started at ESPN. So that should let everybody know how much of a saint you actually are. Queen Hillary, happy, happy, happy birthday to you. Our audience at home may not know your face, but they feel every single touch that you put onto the show. You are our heart, you are our soul. Thank you for everything that you do to make NBA Today sing, and today we sing off key for you. Happy, happy birthday. Happy birthday, we are so lucky to have you running our show. I can't imagine all the stresses and pressures you deal with. Have a glass of wine, chill out, Watch the Celtics try to avoid a sweep tonight. We love you. We're so lucky to have you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Oh, this thing on? What's up, Hill? Hillary God? My girl. Happy birthday to you, my friend. May God bless you with many, many more. You know how much I love you. I appreciate you. We've been rocking for a long time. You were one of the first ones to ever believe in me when I started in this. May God bless you with many, many more, and I hope you enjoy your day. Hi, Mommy. I can't wait to see you when you come home. Happy birthday, Mommy. We all love you. Happy birthday, Hillary. Thank you for all you do for us here on NBA Today. Wait, she was the first person to believe in you? Because I don't like Hillary anymore. She's <laughs> <laughs> We still love you. NBA Today will be back. Bill, you're the best. We love you, Bob. We love you. Welcome back to NBA Today. Trust me, you don't want to know, but you do want to know the results. We asked you earlier in the show, what do you think? Is this the last time that we have seen LeBron James on the court? Wow. Will LeBron play next season? Okay. Yes. 88% said yes. 
12% said no. That well, seems about right. Well, 12% of the people are wrong. Yeah. That's fine. Well, well, shout out to the 2,000 people that actually voted and had a chance to vote for Braun or anything about Braun because we won't be talking about him no more for the rest of this season. Well, we're going to be talking about him and the Lakers for the final two minutes of this show. What about Can we him? what? I don't want to talk about that. I want to talk about Hillary Guy for a second. Hillary, <laughs> do you guys, you guys don't understand why we all love Hillary. One, she puts up with all of our mess. You see it on television, so it's pretty obvious, right? She, she can't Cannot, she cannot stand any of us, right? There's levels of babysitting that she has to do with all three of them, and it's awesome. And I'm so excited to go to her family's place. As long as Miami wins, we need Miami to win. You got Miami getting Ooh, the win today? Yes, I'm going to have shirts out, my fits. I'm already got them ready. I got oh, the no. Gucci loafers. We ready for Miami. No Which, shirt blazer. No shirt. Oh, I'm going no shirt. <laughs> I'm going no shirt yeah. with, with a, a double-breasted suit <laughs> like everybody been doing these days. Yeah. Just, just maybe a gold chain, maybe some diamonds. Yeah. Some of the Malika diamonds. You, you'll yeah. get your ears pierced? No, no, no. They're too small. They're too small. <laughs> get them pierced. Malika got them too. She gets to hide them with that poodle hair. Oh, I, have like, no, I have like seven piercings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, don't want to go to this party You're anymore. If that sounds good. I don't want to go to that kind of party. Zach, who you got tonight? The Celtics or the Heat? What? I got to make a prediction out of nowhere? I'll go Heat. I'll go Heat. I'm heat. 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 Oh, he's going Heat because the last time we were in Miami, he got a green Lamborghini Ooh. to drive around. Remember that? Yeah. What do you, who are you going with tonight? Yeah, I got yeah, that in my heat. driveway now. Yeah, Heat yeah. he, he, he breaking up happy homes. They they about to break up Julius Randle and the Knicks, and damn it, they breaking up the Jays. You know what I'm doing? Do you know what I'm doing? I'm going to be the one person that believes in the Celtics. Okay. I think the Celtics are going to come back oh, and win congrats. this series. I go th- win the series. Win the series. You're going break up. Don't the let them win what? You're going I've been win down the series. Bad. I've been down bad. I'm rolling back. with Miami tonight, but I've been down bad. I liked what Jalen Brown had to say earlier. Don't let them like, win what? Don't let them win one. I believe in y'all Celtics. It hurts to say the game. Zach doesn't. I believe in y'all. Good for you, Rich. I believe in y'all.